So I think even at Eco Summit, it was a year ago that um, a pitch here was about pitching, and I think the main lesson was every story has to start with a why. So why am I here? Well, that's quite simple. That's because of one number, and that number is one. We only have one planet, and that's a very simple fact, and something that somehow along the way we somehow forgot, or maybe didn't forget, but forgot to act like it. And at this point in time, as a humanity as a whole, we're working very hard towards spending a lot more than one planet. And what are we going to do when it's gone? I think I don't have to convince you that we do have have to do anything, something about it, because everybody's here because we want to do something about it. So that's been our mission for the last 10 years now. I work for Enico Group, and our mission is to make sure that everybody has sustainable energy, can produce sustainable energy, so in the end, we create a world that spends not more than one planet. We're based in the Netherlands, active in five countries right now, focused on renewable assets, smart services, have over three million customers by now, and work with 3,000 people to make those customers happy and to strive towards this better world. So what is the world that we're facing as an energy company at this point in time? Well, it's a world in transition, and that's because we want decarbonization, as mentioned, we want to have a sustainable world. These assets, they're different than the assets that we've been used to. They're more decentralized. They can be large wind farms, but they can be just a small group of solar panels on a home. That means something. On the other hand, we see technology, which is helping us to manage these assets, for example, but also has an impact on what customers expect from us. Technology enables us. Customers expect more and more. The more data is available, the more they expect us to know them. So all this combined, what are we going to do with it? We see a fundamental shift in our value chain because of all these elements. On the one hand, we had a very simple, to a certain extent, value chain that at least we understood and we've been working on for years as a utility. So at generation, trading, transmission, distribution, and in the end, we sold it to our end customers, retail, that's it, quite simple. Right now, what we see is that the marginal cost of generation of renewable assets goes to zero. So what does that mean? On the other hand, we see, for example, I think two weeks ago in the Netherlands, the weather forecast was completely off. So they expected wind and relatively clear skies. What we got was clouds and no wind at all. Major intervention by the TSO needed. Everybody got a wake-up call. So flexibility becomes more and more important. Second, trading. We used to assume that we were the trading party, right? We sat on the markets, we could decide. Now you see more and more peer-to-peer trading platforms. What does that mean for us? Will we be necessary in the future? The grid's the same. Now it's basically just one grid, right? It's very strictly regulated. What's going to happen there if you see more renewable assets? And how are we going to manage it? Because it's going to be really expensive if we're going to do it in a traditional way. We can do it much more smarter. I already started talk to a couple of companies here active in these smart grid services. And we know that there's a huge business case if we're willing to see it and act upon it. And then smart services, which is obviously very relevant for us because our customers expect much more than just the supply of energy. They expect us to know them and to know their needs and to provide services that act upon those needs. So what do our customers expect? Well, on the one hand, and that's I think most companies still focus on and still struggle with, is Obviously, business formula in whatever business you are, that focuses on the customer first, 
efficient and, and, and uh, execution that's optimal because otherwise you won't get to a cost level that works and a, a brand that I trust. However, you can't stop there anymore. It's not enough. Maybe 20 years ago that was sufficient to have a sustainable business. Right now, they expect you to use the data that they know you have and to know them and to bring excellent service. So it's becoming actually more difficult to please customers and we have to act upon it. So where does that bring us? We need to change because the world is changing. And if we're really honest, then this is what we believe in. Best kept secret up till now, I made it a formal strategy as of today, is our vision of my team, who is here in great numbers today, is that the energy company of the future, it's not a static entity. It's not that we believe we're an eco group right now, we're transition, and in the end, you know, we're still Eneco, the utility company who covers the entire value chain as we used to be able to do. We believe that the future will be consisting of a dynamic collection of parties that can be larger companies, that can be individuals even, that can be startups, that work together in specific value chains to bring an end-to-end -end, end -end solution to customers for that proposition. Doesn't need to be the same collection every time, it can change over time because the world is changing faster and faster. So we can't keep up if we just have one entity that is static and that can't deliver the optimal value that is expected. So this will be our ecosystem. An ecosystem is a, wor a word that's used a lot. And I think sometimes a lot is a buzzword. So walk to talk, how do you do it? Well, that's very difficult to capture in one slide, but I'm going to try. How do we walk the talk? How do we build an ecosystem? Well, I'm not going to do justice to any of the initiatives and companies on this slide, so I'm not even going to try. I'll walk you through it. Luckily for me, a couple of them are going to pitch on stage afterwards, so they can tell their story. I'm going to tell you our vision behind it. So we believe that an IoT endpoint behind the meter will be key to have access to your customers, to have access to the data, to be able to deliver the services that we want. So on one hand, we see QB, who does that for the home, and on the other hand, we have Cymex, who does that for business customers. But then if I have that access, I need to do something with that data. So we invest, for example, in Onzo, data analytics company, who will tell you much more about what they can do with data afterwards. And that, again, is not enough. We invested also in companies that deliver best-in-class services, whether Termondo, for example, who pitched this morning, who explained how they digitize basically a value chain that nobody expected that could be digitized. How they deliver optimal service in an area which was very conservative and very fragmented. But also Romertech, who basically made an Uber model out of simple installation jobs, which increased customer satisfaction immensely. Or Nerdalize, who provides a two-sided business model, free heat for customers on the one hand, and very, very cheap data processing capacity for, uh, for business customers. And then if we have so many smart devices, how do we connect them? Arjen over here will explain how Trigi does this. And then I explained the need for flexibility. So we see that on the one hand for assets, next Kraftwerke, for battery and solar, CrowdNet, for cars, Jetlix, who will be talking on stage as well, and for, for example, wind curtailment or for heating, which peaks look at. And then, as I mentioned, the trading platforms, we see P2P coming up. We want to be part of that. So whether that's an internal Ineco initiative like Zonnehub, 
where you can use the solar energy on a roof of somebody else, or whether that's anyway one of our startups. What exactly does that? Connect, connect customers to specific sources so they can decide, I want that farmer with that windmill to deliver my energy. This is the start of our ecosystem. And for us as a team, one of the key things that's important when we invest is that there has to be a cooperation with Eneco. We believe that that's how we add value. But the point where we get really enthusiastic, and that's why I'm standing here because we see this now happening, is when the parties in our ecosystem find each other and do business together as well. So it's not just Eneco too many, but it's many too many. And that's the start of something that's really forceful and, and really, really beautiful to watch. So what's our place in this ecosystem? Well, on the one hand, what do we offer to our, to our portfolio companies? We invest, obviously, that's a start. We offer access to our customer base. We, are like, we offer knowledge and support, not just from our team, but from an entire company of people with a huge amount of expertise in various areas. We do joint development, and obviously we help with commercial scaling. What are we looking for? Companies that found their product market fit, that have a working product or service that thus are ready for scaling because that's what we can provide, and who have activities in or at least ambitions towards Northwestern Europe because that's where we're active and that's where we can help. So that leads me to the last final question and the most important one. Do you want to be part of our ecosystem? Thank you. Thank you very much, um, Leonie, and uh, just stay here for a second. It's really cool because now they are presenting three of their portfolio companies yes. now pitching after you. Uh, I think uh, I designed the agenda and I'm responsible for it, but they are responsible for the decision to bring portfolio companies so you can all meet them and do business with them, discuss a follow-on round or pilot project or something, other uh, smart idea, yeah, some other smart idea. Yes. Thank you very much. This episode of the EcoSummit TV is made available by Hyperion Search. If you enjoyed this presentation, you may want to check out the This Week in Cleantech podcast. This Week in Cleantech is a new weekly podcast hosted by David Hunt of Hyperion Search, where we will be hearing from the front line discussing the biggest and most interesting news in cleantech, e-mobility, energy storage, renewables and smart cities.